0: <laughs> this is, these are just like stock garage band sounds <laughs> it's, it's nice i like it um oh man <laughs> all right welcome to the eavesdrop everybody i'm Brett Battistain. uh this is uh, an episode of ranked uh the spinoff from my normal podcast where i get somebody to come on and we talk about our top five favorite things in a subject uh, today on this episode uh I have Derek Oster what's up hey Derek from genuine WrestleBoys. boys yes uh the greatest wrestling podcast <laughs> in the world yeah I would say so <laughs> uh and to, what our topic our top five lists today are uh top five uh top five songs that influenced our politics yeah yeah um and we kind of we came to this because You came to me and said you wanted to do a top five music, something music related. Yeah,
1: I want every chance. I, in genuine wrestle boys, I try to inch music into the podcast (laughs) as much as I can, and it's impossible.
0: I, well, I mean, stay on topic. First of all, (laughs) (laughs) I just bring you on here to admonish you. (laughs) Actually, that's what I wanted to bring you in here to talk about. Okay, (laughs) you gotta stay focused. I love criticism. Um, But uh, so my first. Thinking was like, I know you, you and I both like pop music. Oh yeah,
1: I have a list for that already too. Yeah, so do I. So that's <laughs> why I was like, all
0: right, maybe we could do like top five pop songs because there's not, I don't have a lot of friends who are like into the same kind of like pop music that yeah. I am. Yeah, you know? I just saw
1: Carly Rae Jepsen a few weeks ago. So how's that? It was wonderful. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I She's bet it was. She's an incredible awesome. performer. Her songs are the best. Yeah, she fucking rules. "Cut to the Feeling" is the best pop song of our generation.
0: Uh, I, yeah, she's great. I mean, <laughs> she, she just is, I have a lot of respect for her just for, I love when artists will just kind of like take like drastic changes Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just take like big fucking swings. And when it pays off, it's so, so cool.
1: Yeah. And she had that one hit wonder yeah. that was like, and now she has this like established fan base who yeah. I love her and don't, okay. That song is great. Listening back. Sounds a lot like Vanessa Carlton, which is my other favorite <laughs> pop musician. So um, just because of the violins in it. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, she like – and now she's like weird and like sexual and like talking about stuff that you wouldn't expect someone who had a song that almost sounded like a Disney song yeah, to
0: talk about. And just like the 80s vibe oh, yeah. that she kind of uh... – uh, she did. I mean, she she certainly wasn't the first musician to be like the '80s are back. No, but she she did it in like such a like perfect way. Yeah, and Tegan and Sarah helped her produce that album. Uh, I did not emotion. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking yeah. cool. Because Canadian. Ah, uh, uh, cool. Because yeah. yeah, they their like shift to pop. Mm-hmm. They I, did it well. They did it super duper well, and I and I love it. And that's actually kind of like one of the, i i would say like uh what was the first like pop one not heartthrob uh
1: the one right before it um it has a song alligator on
0: it oh no i am thinking of heartthrob okay Heart, heartthrob was the first like pop, that was the first straight pop, pop one, one where like they didn't use very many guitars at all yeah what, like i would say that album really made me uh like more open to liking pop music instead of just like indie punk music. Yeah,
1: like, I don't know. They they did it right.
0: Yeah, I think they... It, yeah, it's great. I I love Tegan and Sarah. Me too. <laughs> um, but then you said top five. You were like, I was thinking top five songs that make you hate America. Yeah, because I just wanted to talk about Jeff Rosenstock. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, I... Uh, and while I do appreciate that sentiment <laughs> I was like well there's got to be something that's maybe like uh I, I just don't know that like there's any songs that like have made me like hate America yeah you yeah know? like I definitely hate aspects of America yeah yeah for sure I mean
1: it was uh, definitely an exaggeration no but... <laughs> I, I know i
0: know but I uh I didn't want I thought maybe like Songs that just have like influenced our politics, yeah, would maybe be like a good way to kind of like veer into that territory yeah. without having to like only play like leftover crack songs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it did, I mean, it did force me to go back and listen to a lot of stuff that was like formative to me as a person. Me- and it's like, I mean, I wasn't political until like f- five or six years ago, so this is all like. In retroactive yeah like it's like oh this song fits how i believe now i wonder if
0: this influenced me totally oh absolutely i found the exact same thing because i was kind of like i did so i did my list kind of like chronologically
1: i i tried to a little bit
0: um uh, actually no mine is
1: chronological
0: <laughs> My my yeah mine is chronological um Hold on. I'm rearranging it really quick to actually make it chronological. Okay. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I experienced something very similar. So I'm excited. That, I'm excited that that happened to you too. Because I was kind of like going back and like looking over my lives. Because I would say our politics are very similar. Yeah. Like we're both yeah. liberal people. With, yeah. I mean, that's it, to put it in like the broadest sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. We're just both like very far left leaning people. yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, probably like more more left for me I would say like more left than like a normal liberal. Oh yeah, but I wouldn't necessarily like push myself further over into like uh like socialist category. Yeah I,
1: I like the more I get into politics, it's like the more I think about that stuff yeah and it's like, oh maybe I am a
0: socialist. I, I mean, I I, I I honestly, on like any given day, it could kind of change for me. Yeah. You know,
1: it's like for me right now, it's like, well, I have to figure out what's practical. And like, <laughs> yeah, what I want isn't practical in the world we live in or the country we live in, at least.
0: Well, and I think maybe what we'll find as we go through this list is almost like a... For me, at least, like a reckon a reckoning between like the the beliefs that I held as like a child and a teenager yeah, when I yeah. started getting into because I so de- the number one thing that influenced my politics I would say is getting into like punk rock yeah yeah at an early age I feel
1: like that's most people like us
0: yeah for sure and <laughs> it uh, you do as you kind of like grow up you kind of have to find like you kind of have to reckon your like childhood beliefs and idealism mm-hmm. with like the realities of the world. Yeah. And I'm always kind of trying to like find a balance between the two. Yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. where I feel like, uh, like a purely like <laughs> utopian socialist, uh, community would be like that. I feel like that's idealism for me. It mm-hmm. doesn't seem like fully practical. Yeah. Uh, but that's what I would like. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's uh, like
1: this is what I want. I guess this is what I'll settle for.
0: <laughs> yeah, kind of. Which is unfortunate, but yeah. it is to the. the I, I, it's a, to. It's kind of beautiful in a way, though, too. I think of trying to like marry the young and old. Yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I mean, for sure. Um, Anyways, uh, so yeah, your list is is your list chronological as well. Yep, yep. Okay, so we'll just—I mean, two of them are the exact same year. uh, So, so, uh, we'll just uh, let's just take turns. You can. You wanna? You wanna get it started?
1: Yeah. Uh, My first song is "Fuck the Police" by N.W.A. Oh. (laughs)
0: Everybody knows this song. Yeah, like
1: (laughs) when I first. I grew up listening to Christian pop punk and Christian rap. My friend gave me an NWA CD. Well, and I listened to it because I thought it was fun to say words. I shouldn't say totally. Um, And then like the older I got, the more I listened to it. I was like, this is the first song that made me realize that systemic racism is a thing. Like, Oh yeah. Like, and like the older I get, the more angry the song makes me because nothing has changed. Yeah. It's like cops are still looking to hurt black people. Yeah. And it's like it's so I don't know. It's just it's depressing to me.
0: Well, so fuck the police is also on my list. Yeah. It's a little bit further down to my list. Um, it, it would be at number uh number four. Okay. But because uh I, I just got into it later, like I didn't start really, like, enjoying rap very much till like, later in high school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so, and Fuck the Police is an older... It's older than us, basically. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, but for me, it's one of those songs that, like... Um, uh, I, it, I, you'd never really... I'd never really heard, like, uh, African-American people talking like that. No. Uh, and... My familiarity with like rap music at that point was like uh this like when I first when I got into like NWA later in high school, like in the early mid to, like aughts, mm-hmm. you know? And uh so around that time it was like Lil John and oh, like crunk yeah, yeah, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that was really popular and like 50 Cent yeah. was really popular around that time. Party music. Yeah. Yeah. And there's certainly a place for that for oh, sure. Yeah. It didn't speak to me at the time at <laughs> all. And so when I heard NWA, and I had kind of like maybe heard a little bit of NWA like throughout the years and stuff. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Hearing Fuck the Police for the first time and like listening to it all the way through and just hearing like how fucking angry they were. Yeah. And how uh, put upon they felt and all just like the crazy aggression I was like oh this is like fucking punk rock to me yeah you know well,
1: I mean there's a lot of marriage of punk rock and uh, and and rap like especially when it comes to Wu-Tang and Public Enemy and yeah way like it's the same thing oh yeah they were they had a message yeah and they were trying to get it across
0: right and it was uh, especially I mean NWA is certainly problematic oh definitely even in this song like oh yeah there's uh, I think they drop a hard F in there yep, yep. Uh, and, and the, just their general attitude
1: yeah I mean they have it
0: yeah um, and there I think you know like uh, uh, on especially like the next album when after Ice Cube left mm-hmm. and Dre took over it got like even more misogynistic. Oh, yeah. Well, and then No Vaseline,
1: his response, Ice Cube's response to them is a terrible song. <laughs> it's a great song, but terrible. the lyrical content is terrible. Yeah. It's like a song that I'll never listen to, but it's like I can appreciate how good Ice Cube is as a rapper. Oh,
0: yeah, for sure. And <laughs> I admit that there was a lot of stuff on. And like NWA albums that I thought was funny at the time,
1: I loved. I mean, that whole album, I listened to it back to front all the time, and I was like, "This is funny." And it's like, "No, this is really (laughs) shitty."
0: Yeah, looking back on like they have that song uh, "One Less Bitch," yeah, and it's all about (laughs) killing a hooker (laughs) or a sex worker, yeah, Uh, and it's it's disturbing listening to it through like. A modern perspective, and
1: but. then there's there's the Easy E song. I think it might be on that record. That's just like it doesn't matter. Just don't bite it. It's like yeah. It's yeah. like ugh, jeez. <laughs> it's just gross. Yeah. But like this song in particular has so much to say. Yeah. I mean, they started riots with that song. Like yeah, it did stuff. Yeah. At that time, so it's like it's hard to be like write them off completely because it's um. It's very important for that time. Yeah. And they're good. They're good at what they do. And for real, fuck the police. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, I watched a video of a cop, like, arresting a black guy for... He wouldn't even tell him why. He wouldn't even say he was speeding. And, like, he got violent with him. And it, like, (laughs) made me depressed all week. Yeah. Like, it wasn't even the worst thing I've ever seen. It was just, like, this still is happening. Like every single day
0: yeah and it's crazy that the it seems like people are just within the last few years of like it seems like maybe like an increased interest in cop violence yeah yeah Uh it, it's crazy looking at the timeline from like when this song came, Just this song in particular came out mm-hmm. right because this was like a loud song yeah of like this was a hit song yeah you know what yeah. I mean like it was on MTV and stuff yeah uh you know them screaming fuck the police and now people are just kind of being like, hey, you know what? Maybe cops do bad things or shady things sometimes. Yeah.
1: It's like I have this thing because I'm I'm full A CAB. I hate I don't think there are probably good cops. What's A CAB? All cops are bastards. Oh, okay. Um <laughs> uh, You're punk, you should know this. <laughs> um But they're But it's like, I'm sure there are good people trying to do good things, but they're still in support of this system that is terrible. So it's like, I love Die Hard. I love Point Break. I love cops in movies. Mm -hmm. I love, I I didn't watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine for the longest time because I was just like, no, I don't want people to like glorify cops. I had the same problem with
0: that show, but it's undeniably it's, funny. <laughs> it's it's an
1: incredible show, and they do some things in the later seasons where they address that. And stuff. it's one
0: of the most diverse casts. Yeah, in it te- is. ever in it's television. Like,
1: they the one of the main characters is openly gay, like two,
0: mm-hmm. and then
1: it's it's a very good show. And I just pretend they're not cops. Yeah, I just
0: pretend they're working <laughs> at a paper company. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but it's just like. I I have, personally, I've never had a bad interaction with a cop because I am a mild-mannered white dude. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it's still it just makes me angry, though. It's mm-hmm. just, like, I have friends who are profiled all the time. And mm-hmm. it's, like, I'll be in the store with one of my friends who's Mexican and we will be followed. And it's, like, we're not doing anything. It's, like, we're normal fucking people just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And it's just irritating
0: yeah that would fucking suck I mean I also am a pretty mild-mannered white dude (laughs) yeah very very non-threatening yeah in just the way I (laughs) carry myself I slouch I kind of I mumble a lot when I'm talking (laughs) to people I'm just like hey how's it going (laughs)
1: yeah it's just like I don't have any of these problems but I want I want to stop them
0: yeah it fuck it sucks that uh like instant these big these kind of institutions are so like irreparable yeah, you know yeah th- it's kind of the point past the point of trying to fix it, yeah, where it's like we need something we need to think of something else entirely, yeah because there should be you know obviously you do want like uh tra- people who are trained yeah. to like handle specific situations I mean, law and order is necessary. I'm not saying that we should dis, like,
1: I don't think police should go away. I think they need to be, the whole system just needs to be not suspicious of people of color and treat people fairly. Mm -hmm. Like, white people can do the same amount amount of damage as anyone else. And they, it's been proven. And they do. And they just go to jail. They don't get hurt, like, they Don't well, they
0: oftentimes don't even go to jail, yeah. You
1: know? <laughs> yeah. Like, like, um, a dude just shot up a Walmart yesterday, yeah, and was detained peacefully, yeah, where a guy was selling cigarettes and got choked to death, yeah. Like, it's 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 depressing,
0: <laughs> right? Yeah, the the um, I, I, it's, it's stuff that I wish I was like more informed about like the statistics that go into it yeah uh and you know i you know like the it's like a disproportionate amount of black people are like put in like the percentage of black people that are incarcerated yeah like outweighs like the percent of the population they take up yeah yeah uh But that's, like, the extent of, like, my knowledge as far as, like, statistics go. Yeah, But that's all I need. I don't (laughs) know a bunch. fucked up, dude. (laughs) And it's, like,
1: it's hard because, like, when I was in my my depressed mode this week, I was like, man, I used to be willfully ignorant. Mm -hmm. And I was so much happier. And it's (laughs) like, but I could never go back. Right. I would be so guilty. Yeah. And it's like, I got to do what I can to help the people in my life that need it. And it's like, I guess that's what I can do.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Um. So, I, but I agree. i like, fuck the police for yeah, sure. Yeah, I yeah. mean, either get it together, cops. And I, I do hate the sentiment of like, well, there are good cops out there. And it's like, okay, well, they need to be fucking speaking up then. Yeah, like they need yeah. to, the good cops out there. Like you have more of a responsibility than anybody. Yeah. Yeah. Like it is your responsibility to like stick up for the people that are being punished for the systemic racism that is run rampant in police departments yeah, all over the country. Exactly. Like it's your job to fucking step up and be a, a role model yeah. for other cops. Yeah. So the pressure's on you, good cops. Yeah. If you're out there. Well,
1: and that's the thing, like in my mind, cops are all bullies who are just people with like ego power complexes. And, um, they like, um, so the good cops probably aren't as bad as the bad ones. And so,
0: yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, do you need to address something? No, my, okay. f- I was trying to figure out what was going on with my phone. Cause it went into like, uh, like <laughs> transcription mode oh, okay. and started rec- like doing like a text of like the things that we were saying. And I was like, oh, what the weird. fuck is happening? Like was lighting up. Sorry. No, you're fine. Um, I, yeah, but, uh, all right. Should we move on to yeah, the? Yeah, we spent move. a lot of time on this yeah. song. Uh it's an important song. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. So I had to be kind of honest with myself, like yeah. more on because uh, I wanted, you know, like I wanted to try and pretend that like some of my inspirations were like more sophisticated than they I were. I mean, I
1: definitely did that in one of my picks. So, so, <laughs>
0: so, um, so my first song is uh, it's an important band to me. Um, I don't really have uh, a strong connection to them now or okay. a strong, much love for them now. Um, but it would be, I would be lying to say that any band may have had more of an impact on like how everything else turned out. Like this was the gateway band for me. Mm-hmm. And it is, <laughs> it's the song My Own Country by Pennywise. <laughs> oh, damn. I didn't know Pennywise was political. <laughs> off uh they are they are a political band, uh, for sure. Um, they just don't have the most nuanced takes. Okay, it's, okay. It's very uh, it's very basic. So I'm gonna I'm just gonna play a little bit of the song. Cool. Uh, so we can get an idea of what it sounds like. Um, I only know "Broham." <laughs> <laughs> people know that one and "Fuck Authority." <laughs> um, okay, so let's go. Pennywise. Uh, well, let's let it play for a second. Okay.
1: All
0: right. <laughs> so, uh, Pennywise was like the first punk band that I heard. Okay. Uh, they Off this album, Straight Ahead, uh, they had a song called. Um, well, okay. So, not the first punk band. Like, I'd heard like Green Day and uh, uh, like Blink 182 yeah, yeah. and stuff like that. And I liked all that stuff. I thought it was great. But yeah. I heard. Pennywise was, like, kind of the first band that I, like, discovered on my own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, th- I heard, th- there's a song on this album called Alien, and it came on, like, uh, we had, like, a direct TV. Uh, oh, it- yeah, had, like, yeah. the music channels, you know? You and listen that- to the punk one? Well, it wasn't even the punk one. It was just, like, the rock station. Yeah. Like, it was, like, the normal stuff that was, like, playing at the time, you know, like, I don't I don't fucking know, like, Alice in Chains or whatever. yeah. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Like, that, that type of stuff. Foo Fighters and... Uh, just like radio rock stuff And that mm-hmm. song came on And I was like Oh Oh This song like Sounds different Than the other songs yeah, And it's yeah. what I like Like it's what I want to hear This is exactly What I want to hear It's yeah. like uh, Cause you know It was kind of like The Green Day Offspring Blink-182 era Yeah And uh, They th- This was when I was like So this was when I was like I think this album came out in like '98, so I was in fourth, okay. fourth grade. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm. A, I'm. You know, I'm old.
1: <laughs> I wish I was punk back then. Uh,
0: so this album has like several political songs, and I really do. If I'm just kind of like tracing it back to, like its earliest roots of like my political philosophies now, mm-hmm. it has to be traced back to this album and this song in particular. Yeah. Yeah. yeah uh this song is i mean it's not um it's not very nuanced uh it's about you know like being fed up with the government and wanting to make my i'm gonna make my own government (laughs) (laughs) but there are things in it talking about like uh you know like you can't trust the government yeah you like they're doing shady fucked up shit they're greedy uh and really then just like being true to yourself and like who you are and like staying true to your beliefs uh, I think are in the song. And yeah, I, I I really, it's almost embarrassing. I try not to be embarrassed by stuff that I like or have liked, but it is a little embarrassing just because Pennywise is a pretty bro-y band. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: It's weird though. Like it's, it's like the regiment against the machine problem. Like they are such a political band but none of their fans know that.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: like, I saw Pennywise recently because uh, my friend's band opened for them. Oh, cool. And so he's like, he got me in, and so I watched it until I heard bro him, and then I left. (laughs) (laughs) And they, like, it, their crowd doesn't seem like the political crowd. No. Because of how big they were at one point. Right. And so it's like, it's interesting to me because I never listened to them. I thought, I just kind of wrote them off. Like, yeah. Like it's like okay, I listen to MXPX. I listen to Blink-182 too. I don't need another band like
0: that. Right. I'm good. Well, I think what I liked about Pennywise was their kind of like uh, I mean, I didn't really keep up with them much like after um, like I was into them for like a few years maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um and I I I was always drawn to like the songs that were like like social commentary or political leaning ones. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and they had a lot of them, like even on like their earlier albums, like they didn't have songs about like surfing and skateboarding. You know what I mean? Like, and those are the people who like these bands. I was also super into skateboarding, so yeah. that could be another reason why I loved them. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Um, but uh, most of their songs, especially on like their earlier albums, cause I can't speak to later ones, but they did have a lot of like political songs and songs that were like, Commenting just on like the social norms and mm-hmm. how they wanted to break out of them and stuff like that, like very political, very like punk themes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's super weird that they have such like a broy. <laughs> yeah, it's vibe. Just they they have them themselves have like pretty broy vibes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they wear like Hurley and... giant dicky shorts. And, yeah, like
1: hats that don't fit them well. And... Right. It's just yeah. They were Oakleys. Yeah, yeah. They're they're fucking jocks. They're fucking bros. Yeah, they're jocks. They are
0: <laughs> totally are jocks. Um, anyway, okay. So uh, let's move on to your your next song. What's uh what's number two on your list? Uh,
1: this is verse. Uh, the new fury. Okay, I'll
0: listen to a little bit of it. Should I skip ahead?
1: <laughs> no, this part's pretty short. Okay, it's gonna it's gonna get loud though. For the listeners. Yeah, so I grew up as a straight-edge hardcore kid <laughs> um, from about 16 to 25. I'm still into hardcore. I just went to a music festival. Um, but like, Verse was the first band that hit me in a way where it's like, okay, this is what I love. Um, and I didn't really pay attention to how political they were, even though I n- sang all the words. <laughs> and I was just like, this band, the sound and everything about them, I just mm-hmm. loved. I have a verse tattoo. Like, oh, nice. Um, and this song is just like when I look back on it, I'm like, oh, this definitely influenced me. It's like about greedy politicians. It's basically like an overview of their whole album. Um, and this song, it's like it's about greedy politicians and like. Um, anarchy sometimes (laughs) and like I mean there's a line that says the new slave south of the border murdered or overseas it's like talking about Hmm. like how people of color are slaves in this country still and it's like it's just everything that I think about and I when I think about what I believe it's like this song like made me feel that way like they try to make you live by their design and like so
0: is this around the time when you like, started shifting into having more of an interest in politics? Like when around the time? When did this album come out? Um,
1: 2008. No, 2007. Um, actually, I'm going to check because I don't want to be wrong and look like an idiot. <laughs> um, I don't think anybody
0: cares that much. <laughs> okay.
1: Um, it was around 06, right? Right. Um, and that's when I started... I was like re- I was still a Christian, and mm-hmm. so I was rethinking all of that, okay, and I think this influenced me by like, oh, you know, maybe there is more to life than a God mm-hmm. and maybe I shouldn't listen to these people who say abortion is wrong
0: because or, yeah, or yeah. like if you're gay, you're gonna burn in hell. yeah, yeah, it's like that.
1: so it started shifting me like, subtly Mm
0: -hmm. i
1: think there were some other bands that did that did that too Mm -hmm. it's like i listened to a lot of bands that were like i mean fuck god (laughs) and i was like (laughs) it's like but you you go to church every sunday dude and so yeah and this is when i started thinking more about that stuff because i mean i was apolitical for a really long time Mm -hmm. i was like it doesn't affect me i don't give a shit Mm -hmm. and now it's like it doesn't affect me but it
0: affects the people around me right well and um I as as my list goes on I think it's more it's funny because it's more um it becomes more about like uh compassion I think yep, as it yep, goes on yep. or like being empathetic towards oh, like, yeah. other people's uh plight oh yeah you know
1: that's I mean my next two songs are
0: like that too. okay great yeah. <laughs> um but just to stay on this song for uh, a few more minutes um I so I verse is not, like uh a band i know of them yeah yeah. i just know a lot of like hardcore bands yeah (laughs) uh but it's never really been like i've i've had like flirtations with it but it's never been like my main genre yeah and there are certainly one of my one of my bands is like a a, like a a legendary hardcore band okay okay (laughs) well i guess metalcore okay (laughs) but uh uh, is it Hulud? It is. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, uh, I, it's interesting to know like how I know like a lot of people really love them. Yeah, I know they're like a lot of people's favorite band. Yeah, they have like they... a reputation in like punk, indie, hardcore yeah. music as being like a band that like has a very devout fan base.
1: Yeah, well, and it's hard when you're you don't grow up as a straight edge person and this band markets themselves as a straight edge band, they have one song that kind of talks about it. Yeah. Like, at least from this record. Yeah. And I think um, there's, like, the straight edge label, like, I think it holds some bands back, because yeah. a lot of them have a lot more to say. Like, yeah. this is a lot yeah. different than, like, Youth of Today. Right. Where it's just, like, every song's about being straight edge. Right. Or, like, and this band is, like, it's all political. Yeah. Especially this record.
0: Well, and even, like, going back to, like, Minor Threat. Oh, yeah. You know, like, I feel like the Straight Edge label didn't necessarily hold them back because, I mean, they only put out one album anyway. Yeah. Uh, or not even a full album, right? Like <laughs> They've got uh, an
1: album, two EPs, and then the oh, then yeah, yeah. Salad Day is the last thing they did. Right.
0: Oh, yeah, Out of Step is, like, the album. Yeah, yeah. Uh but uh, people only have the complete discography album. That's <laughs> all anybody has. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, like, sh- they barely even sang about being straight. Edge. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? They weren't, they just had the song. Right.
1: Like, that and Out of Step were like the songs about right. doing, not, I mean, m- not partaking in substances. And they, Ian MacKay hates that label yeah like I, I've he heard that. doesn't like that term it's like it's like yeah I wrote the song when I was 16 because all the punks were just getting drunk all the time he's like what's more punk than what's more punk than being punk not getting drunk <laughs> and it's just like I it's he hates he hates straight edge yeah and it's like he's the godfather of it so it's like it's it's real interesting
0: Well, I think a lot of, uh, I think a lot of people who get into straight edge often, when you have bands like, you know, like Earth Crisis and those kind of like hardcore bands where it's just, they're like, (laughs) but they're like very like super serious about it. Oh yeah. You know, and that's kind of like what they build their whole kind of like persona around. Oh yeah. It's like. For me, it's a turnoff, well, for sure. Well, for
1: me, as a straight-edge kid, it wasn't. I know. No, I, mean, I totally I listened, that. I listened to, like, straight-edge metalcore is bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> fucking Throwdown, um, this band called Black My Heart. Oh, yeah. Um, Horrible. This band called Remember Never, yep. which was, I actually tried to listen to them a lot for this sh- episode, oh. <laughs> because they're like, they were my first favorite band that wasn't a punk band. Like okay. or a pop punk band. Gotcha. And so like, they're, but their song. <laughs> when <laughs> I listened to some of their songs, I was just like, man, this doesn't fit what I think now. <laughs> um. And they all in every single song they throw something about veganism in it, no matter what the song's about. Right. <laughs>
0: um. Yeah. But so yeah, I can see how like when obviously when bands like speak, there's something that speaks to you about it, right? Yeah, so when yeah. they're like directly speaking. About something that is important to you that yeah. is not important to uh, like the larger population, yeah, or like the lar- like society in general. I can absolutely see how that's, that's fucking appealing. That's why Christian <laughs>
1: punk was so important to me when I was younger. Yeah, it's like <laughs> I want to like this, but I like this cool music. But and a lot of it's good. I mean, <laughs> like there's this band called Dogwood that's just a skate punk band. Hmm. and they're fucking they're sick. But um I mean a lot of them were just copies of other bands because right. Christian kids need an alternative. But, right, yeah. Um
0: yeah, we don't we M- don't need to go down that Mxpx road. MXPX is cool. <laughs> MXPX fucking rocks. <laughs> um okay, so let's move on. To, uh let's go to my next song. Okay. So uh my next song is again uh it's a little it's hard for me as a thirty-year-old person to not be a, li- a little embarrassed by it, but uh, I was listening to this song today uh, on my drive over here, and I, it, like, it still spoke to me. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it still really spoke to me, and it's nine one one for peace by Anti Flag. Hell yeah. <laughs> I honestly regret. I wish I had taken more time to like cue these songs up so they started at the right time. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna fast forward a little bit because this is the part that really. Uh oh. Okay. I went too far uh this like breakdown in the song died in the hey, hey, it like <laughs> died the hey, it uh it spoke hey, to me yeah <laughs> <'Cause>, <laughs> um hey, okay, okay. all right hey, boy, uh it really spoke to me and got me like a little emotional Because yeah, <laughs> i was yeah. like uh just today uh there was or there was like back-to-back mass shootings yeah uh which is horrible and it's so uh so fucking insane and this song coming out you know uh like in 2003 maybe or 2001 right like early early aughts and uh, them singing about just like in that part of the song, where they're just like, "Isn't everybody tired? Isn't everybody fucking tired of this?" Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And it's like, "Yes, I am." Yeah, and like, as, yeah, especially today, it's like, "Yeah, I am so tired of this." Like, how, we things need to happen and things need to change. Yeah. So people can just like live their fucking lives. Yeah. And, uh, Anti Flag was a band that like really got me thinking about just the way people are treated because they sing about uh you know they sing about like pr- police brutality mm-hmm. and they're all you know like white suburban kids and <laughs> singing about like fuck police brutality yeah like fuck racism yeah. fuck sexism fuck homophobia and they were like saying it so far back into their career like yeah. at a time when it wasn't super popular to even like in the but punk it, scene
1: it was though it was the bush era.
0: Well, uh, true. That's but, that's when I got into them. But I'm talking about like th- their first album, like "Die for the Government." Yeah, yeah, was pre-Bush era. Oh, okay. Because I think they started in like, well, I think they started in like the '80s, but like they're the out '80s. Uh, yeah, Jesus. like in '88 or something like that. Um, and then they like disbanded for a while, and then they got back together oh, okay. in like their current form. Um, yeah, 1988 is when they started, like wow. when they founded Anti-Flag, and then um. Die for the government came out in ninety six. Okay, and that th- that album had like uh like songs about like yeah like fuck police brutality and uh, is that the
1: one with fuck the flag on it? That song? Uh, that song no, no, no. <laughs> um. Yeah. So anti flag for me, they were the first political band I listened to. Like okay, like when I was going back and thinking, I like tried to find an MXPX song that fit in this, <laughs> and like they're not political at all. Yeah. And so, um. I listened to them in the Bush era and my mom was just like, "No, that's wrong. Everything you're <laughs> saying is wrong." I was like, "No, this is right." Yeah. And um, but I also just thought it was funny cuz like I yeah. was the album I got into them on was um a new kind of army,
0: which is a fucking great
1: album, yeah. dude. I re-listened to it all the other day and I was like, "This is good."
0: I go back to the first song Tearing Everyone Down is yeah. like a stone cold cl- it's like a fucking classic song. Yeah. I almost it's put the so song It's so good. I
1: almost put the song no apology on this list because oh. it was all about it's all about abortion and dudes controlling women's bodies and oh. um, then I chose something else but um, anti Flag" holds a really special place in my heart because it was like it was the first real punk band I listened to yeah like because um. I listened to I got a Ramon CD when I was 16 and got berated for it in church. <laughs> it's like, this is so tame. Innocent. It's like bubblegum. It's bubblegum punk. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I heard Anti-Flag for the first time, and I was like, oh, this is cool. I like the way he sings. <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was like, and then as I got older and all my friends were like into metalcore, they're like, mm-hmm. no, Anti-Flag sucks. Right, yeah. And it's like, no. like re- So I wrote them off for uh, yeah. years. And uh, then re-listening to experience. it, I'm like, no, they are
0: good. For me, they were like the first band that I, so like Pennywise kind of took me into bands like, uh, no effects mm-hmm. and you know, those kind of like skate punk bands and yeah, stuff yeah. like that. And can
1: I confess something? Sure. I think linoleum is one of the greatest songs ever written. I don't like that genre of punk at all. Um, I think it's cause I didn't grow up with it.
0: Probably. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but like, I love linoleum. <laughs> uh, I think no, F- no effects might be like one of it's. They're def- they would definitely be in a top five list of, like, my favorite bands. Yeah, yeah. I love them. And I acknowledge that they have, like, a lot of, like, problematic elements and a lot of uh, things that are... Not- I mean, they've never been, like, openly, like, sexist yeah, or, yeah. like, homophobic or anything that's, like
1: that. That's good. Yeah. That's unexpected. <laughs> yeah,
0: but they uh, they do just have, like, weird... uh. I don't know. They're, they're just—they're they're kind of w- edge lords, kind of. Yeah. When it, like when he said the stuff about
1: like, who cares that the people at the country show got killed? Yeah. yeah. Like that was—it's like, dude, you are what fifty now? Yeah. Like,
0: oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And for sure, they yeah, Edgelords lords is like a good way of putting it, but not edge lords in the way where they're like, uh, like attack. They don't often attack like groups of people. Yeah. No. Like they just. They're, they're South Park. Yeah. They, well, <laughs> they don't like anybody. <laughs> <laughs> they, tr- yeah, they, uh, for sure. Anyways, Sorry. uh, uh, Anti Flag was like the band where they were, they're just like so upfront about the fact that they're like, we are a political band. Yeah. We want to use our music to like get a political message across. This stuff is important to us. It should be important to you. Yeah. Uh, is, was very impactful on me. Yeah.
1: And, like, I don't know why it seemed corny when I thought about it later. Maybe because they repeat things in a lot of their songs. Like, what a bunch of fucking shit. Like, that's in, like, four or five of their songs. Yeah. And, like, I don't know what it was that I just wrote them off. But it's like, no, they're good. Maybe it's because of how popular they were. Like, yeah. Because, like, no, that's not punk. And it's like, well, I, I think don't they're
0: know. I think they're a gateway band for a lot of people. Yeah. To and- get into – they're kind of like a band that you, like – if you're getting into, like, punk music. They're uh, very accessible. Yes, they're super accessible. They're they're very poppy. Yeah. Uh, like, they're per- pretty much a pop-punk band. Yeah, yeah, I would agree. All all, all intents and purposes. Uh, but it, it, they're one of those bands where, like, if you're getting into punk music or, like, you know, like, fast, aggressive, like, heavy music or something, you almost have to li- have listened to them at one point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Same with, like, you had to, like, it's, like, Green Day or Blink-182. Like, those are one of those bands is probably going to be the reasons that you got into, like, punk music, you know, or something like that. And And Anti-Flag is one of those bands.
1: Yeah, and that, like, mine was MXPX because of Jesus. (laughs) Yeah. Like, (laughs) I heard MXPX before I heard Blink-182.
0: Oh, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. But, like, yeah, Anti-Flag was that band. Like, I would listen to A New Kind of Army and this shitty metalcore record well more like you know mall corps um <laughs> like back to back but i kept going more to the anti-flag record
0: well which one was it for you a new kind of army yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, okay gotcha yeah um i i uh, it's tough for me because i i got into them i i got into anti-flag around the time uh underground network came out <laughs> and that's that- the one before right no, after. Oh, okay. After, um, it's like their third proper album. Okay. because uh, it went die for your government, and then uh, uh, new kind of army. Okay. And then underground network. Oh and if, yeah yeah. If you're listening to this and you're going, oh, but what about their system doesn't work for you? That's not an actual fucking album. Oh, you dipshits! <laughs> I <laughs> I had a friend who also listened to the Terror State
1: a lot, and I think I got into them when the terror state was
0: popular. See, that's actually when I fell off, but I bought a new kind of army. gotcha. And so that's the one I listened to. Gotcha. 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 Uh, I kind of, yeah, I kind of fell off when terror state came out because I didn't, I thought it was too poppy. Yeah. Uh, and you know, who fucking cares? Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I probably, and I probably wouldn't really like go and listen to like any of their later albums. Um,
1: I always made a joke. It's like, okay, Obama's president. What are they gonna who they who do they hate right now? <laughs> right, yeah. And it's like, I wonder if they released an album recently and what that was like. Um, well, let let's see right now. But it's probably the same because honestly, like the stuff they talked stuff about hasn't changed very much. Yeah, <laughs> and the stuff they talk about was like,
0: I mean, they put an, uh, out an album. Their most recent album was in two thousand seventeen.
1: Okay. So, like, it was about corrupt politicians and mm-hmm. stuff, but they were never really specific about who they were talking about. Right. So, like, yeah, Trump's probably the worst president we've ever had, but systemically, it's just as bad as when other people right. were in office. Yeah, like exactly.
0: Um, I yeah, I I appreciate that about them. Yeah, but I I don't think I would ever. Go back. I would probably only stick to like their first few albums, and yeah. or like you know EPs and stuff like that, yeah. Because I just uh, uh, I don't know that I would get a lot out of their later stuff. Yeah, yeah. And I, well, it's I, like
1: what they wrote is kind of timeless. Yeah. So it's like you don't need to write like. Yeah. I mean, they do because they're a band; they need to make money. But it's right. like you know, it's these songs are good and impactful Mm -hmm. especially this is not a crass song (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) and uh sucks emo sucks (laughs) hardline sucks uh i uh i i'm glad that a band like this exists so that like suburban white kids can maybe start thinking about how the world there's a bigger world outside of just their little suburb yeah yeah you know uh, which I, they definitely did for me. Yeah, I, I appreciate that about them. All right, too. Uh, let's go. Let's move on to your next song. Okay, um, it's Have Heart, The Machinist. All right. Does this have a long intro?
1: <laughs> no, just this drum part. Okay. I guess it is kind of long.
0: I can't understand a single thing he's saying.
1: (laughs) Well, when you listen to it every single day of your life. I I just became a
0: a, a soccer mom.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I can interpret
0: it for you if you want. No, that's okay. Um, Um. But are there, like, any uh, standout lines or anything like that?
1: Yeah, I mean, so this song is essentially about immigration. Oh. And people getting chained up at borders. So this is what's crazy. Have Heart broke up a long – they broke up about ten years ago. They got back together to play four shows because they were just like, you know, these songs are good that we wrote. And they sold out. They played in Boston – They're sellouts? (laughs) Just kidding. (laughs) They played to a 10,000 crowd. Whoa. 10,000 people in Boston. That's fucking insane. Like, this small, straight-edge hardcore band, like, who, I mean, they were impactful. They were big at the time, but they never were not big. They're, like, I mean, they're, like, the, they're revered as much as, like, Agnostic Front is revered. Yeah, and like, they're popular to a different type
0: of person. They're yeah, they're popular for like a like a hardcore like an underground hardcore yeah, 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 band. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
1: And like I went and saw them and so they opened with this song or they closed with this song and he has this giant por- uh, poster that says immigration or God damn it, I forgot. But they have this po- poster that basically says um Immigration is a humans human rights issue. Like, it's not a political issue. It's a human rights issue, mm-hmm. essentially. And he just holds it while he's singing the song, and it's like, when I was younger, I didn't realize that was what the song was about. Mm-hmm. And like re-listening to it, like, I was like, like I re-listened to it like four or five years ago, and I was like, oh, this is so impactful. Hmm. Like some of the lines in it, like basically, some of it's like. Um, I see the human beings you treat like machines, but I'm not the machine mm-hmm. um, like no silence, no compliance in defiance. I don't like the word that they used, but in defiance of the rape of growth, um they are but like they talk about like enslaving people in this song and it's like, why are you doing that? And it's mm-hmm. like this came out
0: in 2006. Yeah, that's crazy.
1: Yeah, so like, they're just they're another band that had a gigantic impact on me,
0: and uh, and uh, they're a band also that I had a hard time getting past the uh, uh, straight edge. Yeah, label. They're
1: another one. Only a
0: few songs about straight yeah. edge. Oh, like, I'm, I'm sure it's,
1: <laughs> it's it's and like they're one of the most important bands to me, and I just. It's crazy that this song resonates so well now mm-hmm. when it came out so long ago and like we're fighting the exact same issues.
0: Well, that's actually a great segue into <laughs> my next song. Okay. Uh because this band is probably the most influential band on my uh like social philosophies and this song is called fuck the border hell yeah by propaganda or Propagandi if you're canadian <laughs> uh and I, th- I think every time there's like stuff about immigration in the news i post the lyrics to this song Hell yeah <laughs> Uh, song fucking rips, first yeah, of all Yeah, it's good uh, I'm going to skip ahead a little bit Do it Oh, this part Yeah, so Propagandi might be my favorite band I think they're so fucking cool. They have influenced my um, my views about like animal rights. Yeah, like I've been uh, all sorts of different like vegan, vegetarian, pescatarian. But animal rights are important to me because of propaganda. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, So I also mentioned that (laughs) I kind of had a twofer, uh, and that's this. It's fuck the border and uh, Ladies Night in Loserville. Both off the album "Today's Empires, Tomorrow's That." Today's Empires, Tomorrow's Ashes. Because um, this song, I I wasn't keyed into it at the time when I first heard this album. Uh, but it's basically about a song, a song about a woman, a woman having uh, like freedom to fuck whoever she wants. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's actually really rad. This song came out in 2001 It's very short We'll just get to the chorus We can hear it She said Fuck love you flinting that campaign A silence woman Standing up And
1: fighting back And I fucking come Don't let your Reef shit on me I fucking come Fuck jump for the Trinity I fucking come so I missed Um I would listen to Fuck the Border, mm-hmm. and that was about it. Um, so I've recently gone back and listened to them, but I tried to start from the beginning, um, and I like it a lot. Like mm-hmm. I think they're an incredible
0: band. So it's like, man, I wish I listened to this a long time ago. Well, so this album came out in in uh 2001 yeah and it marked a, a pretty big shift for the band okay um, was that
1: when john k samson left it is john so, k
0: samson's the the man behind weaker than the so. greatest band of all time they're great uh he john k samson was on the first two albums this is their third album okay when they brought todd kolowski in and he he sings fuck the border
1: okay me. okay so that's what gives them the more like hardcore mm-hmm. edge yeah um yeah, when I listened to some of the John K. Sampson songs, I was like, "Man, this doesn't fit." Yeah, like be- maybe that's because I know him from the Weaker Than, mm-hmm. and then it's just like,
0: I don't like this at all. <laughs> the propaganda with him with when him. he sings. Oh, yeah. oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, what it's funny because uh, then Propaganda went and like put out the first. Maybe all of the Weaker Thans albums, or at least a couple of them. Okay. On their label, the yeah, G seven yeah. welcoming committee. Okay. So maybe it was like a thing where they were like, you know what? We like what you're doing and I like what you're doing, but the way our styles are meshing together is not working for either of us. Yeah. So let's you guys go do this and make it more metal. Yeah, yeah. And I'll go do this and make it more indie. Yeah. And they both ended up making stuff that was even better than before. Yeah. <laughs> Because I think Weaker Thans is better than like the first couple of Propagandi records. Yeah, and I yeah. think uh, later Propagandi records are like some of the best music ever. Yeah,
1: but... it's it's great. And okay, back to the topic. Are they Canadian? Yes. It's insane that they care about. It seems like <laughs> they care about American politics. They do. Listening
0: to them. But, uh, it, which is weird. It is, I acknowledge that, that that's weird. But the thing that I think is so cool about this song is in 2001, this band was basically saying... Uh, They were going out, you know, like it's all things have always been misogynistic. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, women have always been put upon and yeah. put down by men, and uh, it's horrible. But yeah. the cool thing about propaganda in this song is that they're acknowledging the autonomy that a woman has, yeah, and they're acknowledging that like the patriarchy exists, yeah, yeah. and is a thing that uh needs to crumble, yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. needs to be toppled, yeah. And, and it's Oh, sorry, go ahead.
1: It's crazy that like this is the group I'm of people I hang out with now. Mm-hmm. It's just like like people who are just like do whatever you want. It's like the punks I've been looking for my whole life. Yeah. It's like I grew up I mean, they're not punk, like have them own houses and like but yeah. it's like that's that's the stuff we talk about. It's like yeah, women can do whatever the hell they want with their bodies. Like who am I to judge or care or say, and shut the fuck up about it. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, it's wild because it's like, I grew up so anti that. Yeah, Like I grew up in such a misogynistic. When I say grew up, I mean my formative years Mm -hmm. of becoming an adult. It's just like, it was so misogynistic and it's like, man, why, Mm -hmm. why are you like that? And it's like, it's, it's, cr- it's really cool that there was a band singing about this stuff that I see posted on Twitter every day mm-hmm. now.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's – I don't know if I – if any other band has like influenced my politics more than propaganda. Cause they've always sung like they had songs that were like to take the flag and shove it up your ass. And, Hell yeah. <laughs> and like, uh, they had a song called like, apparently I'm a PC and, fascist. Cause and, I care about human and animal rights. Yeah. <laughs> and,
1: and that happened a lot at the, the hardcore festival I went to. And it's just like, <laughs> these bands were like, um, so because I care about people, apparently I'm a cap or I'm a socialist and a soy boy beta cook. Yeah. And it's just like, (laughs) no, I'm not a fucking socialist. I just think everyone deserves rights. Yeah. And yeah,
0: it's just, well, and propaganda always had like, they would include like on this album, they included like, um, like a digital booklet type thing, like a CD rom that would like basically like take you to, different like articles and stuff like that and take you to like web pages of like different organizations that they supported and yeah. stuff like that and that's rad yeah so they've like always just been like trying to like i i think i chris hannah the like lead singer and guitar player and like songwriter main songwriter he uh has been in like interviewed before and like asked about like what he thinks his place is in like politics and like sh- social injustices and mm-hmm. he was like the way he put it was like everybody kind of has their role in this and what i feel like my role is is to use the platform i've been given with music and try just trying to get the message out there yeah and i was like yeah fuck yeah man like <laughs> yeah. that's so cool and that's such like a good way of putting it because you can kind of criticize sometimes like Artists that are trying to like put the message out there for not like doing enough and like taking enough action, you know, and just like simply singing about it Mm -hmm. and not really doing anything. But then when you think about it, the way he says it of like, I'm just my role in this is to get the word out.
1: Yeah. And they have.
0: Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Everyone
1: I know from the punk world who's political, most of them cite Propagandhi. Yeah. (laughs) Like they're a very important band to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. And, and they fucking
0: shred. They're good. They, they're, they're fucking great. bonafide shredders. But they also,
1: <laughs> it feels like they do a lot more. Like, I feel like if you went to a propagandi show, there'd be booths to, like, learn about stuff. Uh, like, I actually
0: did see them about a year ago. Oh, shit. How um, was it? Uh, it was good, but I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like going to see stuff. I, I specifically, I only went because we were in Denver. We were about to move back to Boise. and. Yeah. I don't know if Propagandi's ever even played Boise. No. I don't think they have. I mean,
1: not since I've been going to shows.
0: And so I what I saw they were coming and tickets were like very reasonably priced and I was like, Well, you know, they're one of my favorite bands. This might be the only chance I get to see them. Yeah. At least for the for a while. <laughs> so uh Yeah, I went and saw him, and I had to stand up for, like, five hours, and it sucked. (laughs) Um,
1: When I went to the Hardcore Festival, it was torture. I bet. Because it was, like, all day instead of... So, Have Heart played that festival. Gotcha. And that's why I went. I mean, I like a lot of current bands, too. But, like, after they played, I didn't think I could walk the next day. Because instead of being a a normal adult and standing in the back (laughs) in the balcony... With a nice beer in my hand, I didn't drink it all that weekend.
0: Um, oh, peer pressure!
1: No, I just didn't. I don't.
0: I have a I have a weird tummy, and uh, I didn't want gotcha. to mess it up. But um, you didn't want to just be shitting yourself while your favorite bands played, exactly. <laughs> but
1: so I was in the crowd, like, and instead of like most of like the front part of the crowd getting early into it, it was the entire bottom floor, and it oh, was dang. it was. I ended up from I was on the right side of the stage into the middle of. The crowd and I was just like it was worth it though like they're such a good band and like I'm fine now I (laughs) I recovered
0: (laughs) I had a weird thing where I so I was was standing in the back drinking a beer uh, and every once in a while they'd start playing a song and I'd be like oh maybe I should like get down on the floor (laughs) and cut loose for a little bit and then the song would keep going and I'd be like yeah but then people are gonna like see me like run down to the floor and then they're going to just see me like walk away and come stand in the back again. And that just seems (laughs) weird to just go like for one song and just like run around in a circle for like two and a half minutes and then just come back and go (laughs) right. That just seems weird to me. So I'm just going to hang back here and find a place to sit and drink beer. But it was awesome. They were great. And, um, did they play fuck the border? They did play fuck the border. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they played a few of my favorite songs other than one. They didn't play, uh, the humane, uh, uh the song about Sandor Cates. okay um it's i on. don't know who that is he was like uh i think he was like a uh, uh he hold on i do i'm going to look it up cuz okay. i'm not exactly sure i think he's like a uh, that's okay i for some reason i was getting like the uh, him confused with a different guy but i was right uh he's like he's just a food guy he's like a food writer oh okay uh and he had this thing about like um uh, something about like the humane killing of animals and Propagandi's response was like, oh yeah, okay, so we'll kill you humanely. And we'll...
1: I mean, it should happen. <laughs> like, a lot of people should be humanely killed.
0: Uh, I, But I love that song because it, it's got like some really like powerful lyrics in it of yeah. like, I believe that the only way somebody can relate with another living creature is by completely destroying it.
1: Um, yeah no it's like it's the whole hunting mentality like yeah. thing like and i i get the argument i don't wholeheartedly <laughs> agree with it but like
0: hey man uh, i'm not here to convince you of anything oh right? i know i know <laughs> it's a,
1: it's a struggle though because like i ca- i love animals yeah. i care about animals but it's like i love food right. in a, like in a real deep way <laughs> like um i will spend stupid amounts of money to eat a good meal because that's how I exist. Hey, I get it, man. Um that's off topic, I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> this it's this is not my podcast where everything's off topic. <laughs>
0: um let's move let's go to your
1: next song. Okay. Um it's suggestion by Fugazi. Fugazi. This one does have a pretty long intro, but I don't remember
0: exactly. I'm, how I'm really. just going to I'm just going to skip ahead then a little bit. Okay. the aforementioned Ian MacKay. yeah yeah it just it grooves a lot <laughs> um so what's uh what's the significance of this song
1: um this song's basically about just treating women with respect and like like and it's like I grew up like feeling so I don't know. I grew up around a bunch of dudes and was like real misogynistic for a long time and it's yeah. just like, no, like respect women and this <laughs> is just a very basic song about like a woman walking down the street and yeah. she. Can't walk down the street without someone fucking commenting on her. And it's Hmm. like, leave them alone. And then, like, there's the lyric, is my body the only trait in the eyes of men? Um, The end of this song, though, is wild. Um, It says, she does nothing to conceal it. He touches her because he wants to feel it. We blame her for being there. We are all here. We are all guilty.
0: Whoa, that's so, like, uh prophetic yeah in in a way well it's just like it's just like
1: oh yeah like if you like don't do anything about it Mm -hmm. you like if you see (laughs) essentially if you see something say something right like it's like everyone's
0: complicit in the treatment and how women are treated right and and people it's what's I said prophetic before, but what's I think even more accurate than that is just to like with a lot of these songs of like looking back being like, you know, like you'll hear the sentiment sometimes that like, well, why weren't people saying anything like 10 years ago? You know, like that type they of stuff. Yeah. And then you go back. I mean, this song came out, uh, what in like 90 in the early nineties yeah, at least. Yeah. Um, uh, Oh, 89. Yeah. Um, but it was recorded in 88. Um, but yeah, to go when you hear a band singing about the same thing that people are saying now. Yeah. You're like, oh, so it's not a new problem. No. It's a pro- we just weren't listening before.
1: And that's the whole thing with this entire list. It's like, yeah. it's so depressing because I know. it's like these people worked so hard, especially a band like Fugazi, who mm-hmm. worked so hard to change. And I think they did influence a lot of people. I would assume their politics influenced Gandhi's politics. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just a guess, but, like, because um, Fugazi is one of the most influential bands that has existed. Yeah. Um, but it's, like, when I think about Fuck the Police or I think about this song, it's, like, yeah, it's the same. And it, mm-hmm. like, makes me feel like change, maybe change isn't going to happen. Mm-hmm. And we just, we're just in the cycle where... We're in,
0: like, a fucking loop. Yeah, where it's just, it always sucks. Yeah, yeah. I know It it is depressing, although sometimes it does feel like people are maybe like, well, uh, uh, maybe it's because of bands like these, like maybe music like this, that's like trying to say something. Maybe it's, that's why it, for me at least, maybe it feels like people are paying attention more these days.
1: Yeah. And maybe, I mean, maybe this was the first time like people, like, I mean... Like with "Fuck the Police" in this song, they were released around the same time. Yeah. like this was early or late eighties. That was early nineties. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but it's coming like, out of the Reagan era. Yeah, coming out of George for the first George Bush.
1: Yeah, so maybe that's that's where it started, and yeah. so maybe it's just maybe it will keep getting better. I like to be more
0: hopeful. I do too, and I think at least for the people who care yeah. about stuff, it seems like we're because going back even like. To the time when I was a young young man and had like my, you know, like ingrained, like uh, programmed misogyny and yeah, racism and sexism and uh, homophobia and all that stuff. Uh, I, I think even then I still wanted to. I was the reason why these songs kind of spoke to me is because I wanted to hear that stuff. Yeah, like yeah. I wanted to hear that people were like should be treated better and like I knew that they should even if I had like my own uh like walls up yeah but I think I was like like ready for them to be broken down yeah you know
1: and and that's like when I think about my two main tenets of politics it's I want to help those I care about those less fortunate than me Mm -hmm. when it comes to like I don't know. I kind of took things step by step. Like the first thing I tried to knock down was racism in my mind mm-hmm. and then sexism and then homophobia. And like the next thing is classism. Like I still have a lot of classes tendencies in my head that I try to fight. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's the next thing I'm like working on <laughs> to get rid of. Yeah, And like it's cause it is ingrained like, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean when you educate
0: yourself, it's easy to change. Um, well, I would, I don't even know if it's easy to change once you educate yourself, because yeah. I think sometimes that can almost make it.
1: I think a lot of the stuff is subtle.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, like, for sure. A
1: lot of the racism I had was subtle. Like, yeah. I was going on a trip to Oakland, and it's like, oh, where should I stay? Doesn't fucking matter. It's fine.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, just don't. I Are mean, there
0: any places, I, any areas of town I should avoid, <laughs> like that type of stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, it's just
1: like you know, don't. I don't know. Don't be scared mm-hmm. of
0: like other people. Like, yeah. Don't be scared of homeless people. Yeah. Don't be scared of black people. Don't yeah. be scared of people wearing like baggy pants. Yeah. Don't be scared of people wearing, <laughs> don't be scared of people like trust people. Be
1: scared of people in polo shirts with very nice haircuts. Yeah. Be, <laughs>
0: scared. be, scared. be scared. Be scared of, of college jocks. Yeah. <laughs> <You> yeah. know. <laughs>
1: um, but like,
0: Lacrosse players. (laughs) Be scared of college lacrosse
1: players. (laughs) I just... I, like... My politics lean towards acceptance of everyone. And and Well, everyone... This is the thing we say on Genuine WrestleBoys is, like, wrestling's for everyone unless you're an asshole. Then get out. (laughs) And, like, that's kind of how I feel politically, too.
0: But I I also want to say that, like, obviously there are people who... (laughs) do have areas of town where they should absolutely avoid them. I'm speaking as a privileged white male. Yeah. That's yeah. six foot two. Yeah. You know? like, <laughs> And even though I, I don't come across as threatening, like people tend to not fuck with me. Yeah. 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 Um. So I, I fully acknowledge that. Yeah.
1: Well, and I mean, it's different for women for sure. Like
0: that's, that's another thing. It's like, it's different for women. It's different for like effeminate, Gay men Yeah Like it's different It's different for trans people Yeah For sure
1: And that's That's another like thing It's like Just because someone is A person of color Doesn't also mean they're Doesn't mean they're good Right So it's like But it's like It's the The xenophobia of it all Is like It's It's all a struggle
0: I I, I want everybody to like (laughs) Just pump the fucking brakes Yeah And be like Okay Like I want everybody To just like Pause for a second And be like Okay Like Fucked up shit has happened. We should we, like let's uh not not let's move on, but like let's be cool about it. Yeah. Right. Like white people, you've done white men, you've done fucked up shit. All yep. right. It's time for you to acknowledge that. Yeah. And and re- like retribution should be made. You know. And yeah. like let's do that, and then maybe we can move on. Like maybe we can all move forward together, holding hands and hugging and kissing each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like we're never going to get to that place unless people like so many people don't even want to acknowledge that there's problems. No, no. And I mean, I was part of that problem for a Same. long time. Oh yeah.
1: It's like, it's, I'm sure glad
0: racism doesn't exist anymore. <laughs> <It's> like <laughs> It does. Yeah. Um, all right, let's, let's move on. Oh, so my, my number four song was fuck the police. Okay. Uh, we've talked about that plenty though. So let's move on. We'll move on to your, um, We'll move on to your last one.
1: Okay. Uh, this song is Sick by Ceremony. And then we'll do my last one. Okay. Oh, you picked the right one. There's two versions of the song. Oh. And one of them has
0: a really long
1: guitar intro,
0: but you oh, can still actually. skip ahead a little bit. Okay. Um, This band has interested me. Are you sure this isn't the long one? Oh, it's still long. Oh, okay. But it's not as long. Uh, so this band is, I know this of this band and I've listened to a little bit of their stuff. They're one of those bands that I w- would put in the category of like having like a drastic genre shift uh, going yeah. from like a pretty like aggressive hardcore band to more of like a goth rock type of band. Uh, yeah, they switched from being a power violence band to
1: sounding like New Order, which yeah. is where their name comes from.
0: Yeah, which is interesting to me, but I've never really like latched on.
1: Yeah. To any of their stuff.
0: Yeah. But it, talk talk about this uh why so, you like this song. This song is it's
1: about being sick of everything. But there's there's a lot of political stuff in it. There's a part where he says um, sick of, uh, sick of the GOP, sick of liberals, sick of me. And it's like, that's when I realized, like, when I was first getting into politics, I was like, oh, liberal equals good. <laughs> and like, this is the song that made me realize, no, like liberals, especially now are just as bad. Yeah. Like everyone's bad. <laughs> It's, it's, yeah it's, everybody fucking sucks it's, that's kind <laughs> of like it's like that's where my politics are now it's like everybody sucks and it's like how am i gonna vote for somebody if i don't agree with them 100 percent? it's like picking the lesser of two evils it's mm-hmm. like how come like who's gonna say the liberal that is running for office isn't gonna
0: detain people like right.
1: it's just like it's just defeating
0: yeah it is uh uh it's definitely difficult to not get just like absolutely fed up with the whole uh, mechanism of it all. You yeah, know? like it's it's super difficult to look at the people who like liberals to look at the people who are like you're like oh well they're they're the good guys mm-hmm. because they have the they hit these talking points sometimes. Yeah, and um, but yeah, I mean. I, I will say this, that um, I do think liberals are better. Yes. <laughs> I do think that, uh, especially, like, in in the wake of these mass shootings that yeah. took place, um, that Republicans are the ones that are always, like, blocking the bills yeah. for yeah. more, like, gun control and more, like, uh, money to, like, uh, like public health programs.
1: Yeah, well, and like, <laughs> like, so. I mean, they're definitely better. But it's like it's also the subtle things. It's like, sure. I mean, Obama was droning people all the time. Yeah. Like, but I didn't know that because oh. I did. I didn't know that till afterwards because I. That's when I actually got political. I only voted for Obama because someone said they wouldn't be my friend anymore if I didn't. <laughs> I just wasn't gonna vote. And like now i like take interest and care about this stuff but it's like it's hard to care when your candidate that your choices don't fit exactly what you want
0: yeah but that kind of goes along with what we were talking about before of like reconciling like the young idealism with the old reality yeah. of the the world and the system i yeah. guess yeah yeah because there is it's like you got to pick the lesser of two evils because like even yeah, even like you and I, like we for sure have like differences in, in like our political views. And yeah. we, pro- we might not always vote for the same person, yeah. you know, but, uh, I don't think there ever would be anybody who's absolutely going to fit the bill for everything that I want. I don't think anyone's perfect. And I also don't trust myself enough to know what's best. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like my ideas on like what, how taxes should work is probably not super fucking realistic. Yeah. You know what I mean? so, uh, to me, I'm always going to vote for the person who seems like they are, they, even if they're just like the messenger. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Like in like the propaganda political (laughs) band type of way of like they might not be like fully enacting change. And they're probably doing some fucking terrible stuff behind Mm -hmm. closed doors or trying to like wipe it from the record like drone strikes and stuff like that. But Obama also was the first was the first president to endorse gay marriage.
1: Yeah. And that's incredible. Yeah. So it's like I don't know. You guys got to. You that's what gotta...
0: that—that's exactly what I'm saying. Is like I don't value, like I don't. That doesn't mean I value human life any less. Yeah, and yeah. I don't like value the lives of the people that were. And because you voted killed. for him, it's not your fault, right? That he killed those people. I—I I mean, I don't know. I don't. <laughs> I guess maybe it is a little bit, but. Um, um our... this is
1: something I wanted to mention. Okay. When we were talking about Fugazi. Oh. Uh, Beto O'Rourke one of the Democratic candidates. Cool (laughs) beto. I, like, when I was, like, non-political, I would have voted for him like that. It'd be like, oh, this dude likes Fugazi? Hell yeah. And now, like, he's just, like, a fucking clown. Yeah. It's like, this is what I've wanted my entire life, is, like, some cool punk dude
0: (laughs) who skateboards (laughs) to be president. And it's just like, oh. Well, (laughs) I will say that I... (laughs) So I was kind of like had my doubts about like Hillary Clinton. But yeah, when yeah. I found out that Tim Kaine liked the replacements, I was like, I'm voting for Hillary Clinton no matter fucking what. Was that who was her vice president? <laughs> yeah, Tim Kaine. And he, uh, I think he actually might have tanked her, her campaign because he was very- active talked about the replacements too much? <laughs> <laughs> no, he, uh, on the, there was the, the vice presidential uh, debate and it was Tim Kaine and Mike Pence. And Mike Pence was like very calm and collected. And Tim Kaine was like super duper aggressive. Oh shit. And I think people didn't, that made people not like Tim Kaine. Uh, but he liked the replacements and he said his favorite <laughs> album was let it be by the replacements. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that song, that album's got Gary's got a boner on it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Is there anything else you want to say no, uh, that's it. about, about uh, sick by ceremony? Um, Cause that's your last song. So you don't yeah. get to talk after this. <laughs>
1: um, I I do want to go back to what you were saying about like Ceremony as a band in general. Oh, okay. Um, Like they have shifted drastically. Yeah. Their latest – I just saw them a few months ago. Um, Their latest album has little to no guitar on it. Like it's all synth. Hmm. Like they turned into like this – like they're this band that was like really aggressive and really – loud and they Mm -hmm. just grew up and grew out of it and like slowly sick is from an album called runner park that's like it's more punk than a lot of their stuff Mm -hmm. the one after that is just british punk that's all it sounds like Hmm. and then they have that record that sounds like new order and now they're just like in weird one of those weird 80s pop bands like they kind of sound like devo and like (laughs) there was they covered that song Cars by Gary Newman. Weird. And like, it's just, it's a weird shift, especially when you watch them live and they play. All of these songs at the but same time. But that's cool though. Yeah. Like, I no. think
0: that's cool is that there's like, cause that puts like so much variety into yeah, it. And it's like you're almost seeing two different bands for the price of one. That's <laughs> why they're one of my favorite bands. I think, yeah, I think that's super duper cool.
1: And when I wanted to be like an edgy teenager and make people mad, I have a shirt that's a ceremony shirt that's a sick of living in America on it <laughs> with America and just a slash through it. And I would wear that nice. every 4th of July. <laughs> um,
0: I, I really wanted to get into. Their, uh, like Joy Division y type album. The
1: L-Shape Man is really good. Yeah. It's very depressing. I think you might like Zoo a lot.
0: I've also tried to get into that too. Okay. And it just didn't, yeah, it did, didn't grab me. If it doesn't click, but, that's fine. No, no, no. I, yeah, absolutely. But it, it is, it's just weird because it's something like theoretically I would like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think everybody has those bands where they're just like, I should, by all accounts, I should love this band. Yeah. Uh, but for some reason I don't.
1: <laughs> There's a few I have like that.
0: Yeah, I have I have quite a few bands like that. Um, all right. So this is my last song and the last song of the list. So this is we mentioned them before. Shay Helud. Oh yeah. Uh, that Shay really um, I, they, <laughs> it's hard to describe. They kind of like elevated what my like perception of like. Uh, how somebody could speak about the world? Yeah, yeah. Because, like, people have joked about them that they're like thesaurus core. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they use like very big words that people do not understand, and they they make an effort to make it as like literary as possible. Yeah, and verbose as possible. And
1: and and the dude who writes it all is a fucking nerd. Big time nerd.
0: I mean, they're called (laughs) Yeah. they're named after the sandworms (laughs) from dune yeah um but i think this song in particular it's a long song so we're only gonna be able to listen to a couple like uh, a very short amount of it but it's almost eight minutes long jesus but it's called ending the perpetual tragedy it's the last song on their second full length that within blood (sighs) ill-tempered the greatest (laughs) metalcore album of all time it is it is great uh it was a very intu- influential album for me, for sure. Me too. Um, oh, that's cool. Right on. So we can geek out a little bit about oh, it. Oh, yeah. Um, and I think this album, this song is fitting for kind of what we've been talking about. Uh, because it kind of talks... I mean, the, the the title of the song is Ending the Perpetual Tragedy. Yeah. Right? And, acknowledge, like... Talking about how it's all kind of just going on and on, and it seems like we never really learn anything or learn from our mistakes. Yeah, uh, and it seems like um, this is just kind of like what our our destiny is: is to destroy ourselves. Yeah, for sure. Uh, and that is, <laughs> it's it's funny that that's kind of like where this list is ending. Is that <laughs> uh, you know going back to like. Songs like "Fuck the Police" and these older songs from like the late '80s and early '90s and stuff, and then here's this song at the end of our list from—I mean, it's from 2005, so it's not—or uh, 2003, maybe even.
1: Yeah, it's this is an old one. From uh, what I
0: remember, but it's—it's, um, yeah, everything's just kind of like we're going in circles. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah. We have to break out of it, you know, and yeah. that's like what this song is about, and lyrically it's very powerful if uh a bit uh overly (laughs) dramatic at times like there's that part where it kind of like slows down you know and it's like uh the blood of the dead mixing mixes with the blood of the gouging of mine eyes (laughs) it's like all right that's a little bit uh (laughs) melodramatic it's a little bit uh operatic you know like soap operatic
1: but that's like I think that's what I liked about that band. Me too. And like looking back, it's like, I feel like they were very, when I learned what the word nihilistic was, yeah, I feel like lyrically, they're very nihilistic.
0: But it's always like, it, it, it kind of speaks to my brand of nihilism. Yeah. Yeah. Of like, it's uh, like
1: hopeful nihilism. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And yeah. it's like kind of like uh, existential nihilism. Yeah. Yeah. You know, of like, uh, kind of like it is nihilistic, like acknowledging that there is like no meaning to anything. And man is, uh, well, see, like, I don't even know if it's nihilism actually. Yeah. Cause nihilism is kind of like the acknowledgement that nothing matters. Yeah, that's true. Uh, and
1: they were kind of all about being better.
0: Yeah. And, but they like acknowledge what I, what I love about them is that they acknowledge that man is like humanity is flawed. Yeah. And, uh, but there is maybe hope. Yeah. to do better and to be better. And I always appreciated the fact that they would like look inward as well. And yeah. I think that's what kind of separates them from like a band like Propagandi, mm-hmm. where Propagandi is like pointing out the yeah. flaws yeah, yeah, in yeah. the system. And Shai Halud's kind of like pointing out the flaws of just being a human person. Yeah, well, like
1: Give Flight by Demon's Wings. It's like, this is not my true nature. Yeah. This is not
0: something something what i've grown to be. Yeah. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah, it, that and that's a song about like being disgruntled with the fact that you have become such a like an angry person. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. And such like a spiteful and hateful person and like being fed up with that. And, yeah. Uh it, they're not really like a political band per se cuz no. they're not talking about like you know, they're not talking about like um like human rights issues or like so social issues it's more of like it's through the lens of like a personal uh it's through like a personal lens yeah yeah right of like the the world is fucked what's my place in it yep like can i reconcile the fact that there's all this like all these horrible things going on around me all the time yeah and can i reconcile that like with myself and can i can i be better yeah uh and i love that and i and to me it's kind of it is like kind of hopeful in the fact that it's everything is so dark all the time and people are dying and we're killing each other all the time but
1: hope is all we have
0: yeah maybe we can <laughs> maybe we can do better yeah you know and it's like
1: that's the whole thing
0: it's like it starts with
1: you yeah like and that's that's my whole thing it's like when i learn something then i change yeah if i think it's wrong I usually just assume I'm wrong in most situations (laughs) because I'm a privileged white man. Yeah. Yes. That's kind of how I move through the world. If someone is like, you're wrong. It's like, yeah, probably.
0: Yeah. I'll change. Yeah. There's only been, I, yeah, I try to not be so like staunch in my, in my views and stuff that if people, if somebody from like a culture or a community that has been, uh, like, had people be in their community be murdered just for who they are. Yeah. And for being a part of that community. Uh, If somebody from that community tells me that my take on something is, is not correct. Yeah. I'll be like, you're probably right because you're, (laughs) you have a much deeper understanding of how the world works than I do.
1: You've lived this. I have not. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So I'm, I will never tell, I will try and never tell somebody that something doesn't happen to them. Yeah. You know, like if somebody tells me that like, uh, yeah, if a a black person is like, yeah, guess what? White people are terrible to black people. I should just be like, okay. Yeah, Yeah, they are. (laughs) I'm sorry. Yeah. That fucking sucks. (laughs) I, I, but I absolutely believe you. Yeah. Um, but back to Shai Hulud. Well, uh, I I just I do love this band, and um, I still like them, and I love Zombie Apocalypse even more.
1: I like so Sam Raymond. The reason you and I are friends. Oh yeah, because he came on my old old podcast. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, Sam's the reason I listened to Shai Hulud. Like, oh really? And like that whole. Type of metalcore, mm-hmm. like which pro- I don't like. Yeah, I mean, Misery Signals <laughs> was one of my favorite bands for a long time. I actually got into Misery Signals before Shaihulud. Ah, gotcha. And so, like, but Shaihulud made me appreciate them more. It's just like shreddy, and like, it's not break. It's not breakdown hardcore. No, it's not. It's not. Like, when I think of metalcore, I think of fucking bury your dead, right. who still has some tracks in my brain. <laughs> but Shaihulud is like they're super technical. Like the the way he sings is so much more diverse. Yeah. Like I mean that album. Yeah.
0: Like, that's the only one he was on. Right. And like. And he's the best vo They've had a different vocalist on all but two albums. Yeah. And those two albums are separated by like twenty years. Yeah. 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 Uh. But yeah, that's Geert Vanderveld. Yeah. And I, did he do anything else? Uh. He's in a lovely like indie folk band called the black Atlantic. Okay. And it's, uh, I sing one, they have one song called fragile meadow that I sing to my daughter to get her to sleep sometimes. Uh-huh. And they're very, it's very like, uh, um, very, it's very like, uh, uh, like they have a fiddle.
1: Okay, cool, <laughs> like, cool, cool.
0: Um, I'll have to check them out. Cause
1: I really, I don't think he wrote any of the lyrics. I think he just. I'm. I'm assuming Matt Fox did everything. Yeah, he's like because he's done everything in that band. Mm -hmm. But like,
0: the way he performs it is just perfect. Yeah, he he like goes back and forth between. He doesn't do like the type of singing that I hate in hardcore bands where they'll just be like, "No, no, no, no. I'm talking about like the like pop singing oh, that they'll go into. God. I hate that. Yeah, but It's always like so like nasally and whiny and yeah. like people it's bad because they can't sing. Right. Exactly. And, um, but Geert had a way of like, kind of like talk singing yep. that I really, uh, that I really liked because it like, it changed it up enough. And he kind of had like melody in the way that he like screamed without it being like too poppy. Yeah. Uh, that I always really liked. And, yeah, I love, I, but I don't like other versions of Shai Hulud. Like, I don't like Misery Signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like all those other, like, melodic hardcore bands. Yeah,
1: Shai Hulud's the one I still go back to. Me too. Like, I mean, I did like a lot of those other ones. Um, to me, they were just
0: never as good as Shai Hulud. No.
1: I mean, Misery <laughs> Signals is one of the most technically proficient bands I've ever seen. Um, but, like, I don't know. I don't love it as much as I did yeah. when I was younger. Yeah. But Shai Hulud, like, still has something to say. Yeah. Like, they're still, they still seem important. And maybe that's because they're so, like you were saying, thesaurus-y. Like, yeah. <laughs> maybe it's all a facade. <laughs> but it's just like, but the music pff, rips.
0: Well, they also, they have so many, they have like a wide slate of influences. Yeah. That you can hear, like, because NoFX well, is a big band for them.
1: Yeah. Their, like, their linoleum cover of Linoleum cover, is great. That's the first time I heard Linoleum.
0: Uh, their, the first song I heard from Shai Hulud was actually their cover of Anesthesia by Bad Religion. Okay. And I I hadn't heard that Bad Religion song, uh, cause it was on Against the Grain. Okay. And I didn't get Against the Grain till later. Okay. Uh, anyways. Do they cover Minor Threat? I don't know. They cover a Metallica song. Okay. Uh, no, it's Slayer that covers Minor Threat. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh it's not nice. But yeah, it, 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 this is cool. Uh that Anar cover, and that's what got me into him. And then I got into this album and then none of their other albums have uh affected me the way this one ha- this one did. This is their best
1: record. Um the one where the dude from Newfound Glory came back.
0: Yeah. I reached Beyond the
1: Sun. I was a giant Newfound Glory fan. I liked it. It was good. I haven't gone back to it, but I go all to zombie and I never listened to Misanthropy <laughs> Pure.
0: Uh, I have never listened to it. Uh, check it out because there's okay. actually there's some good ones on there. Okay. like Venom Spreaders, good. If you do you like Zombie Apocalypse?
1: I've listened to them a tiny
0: bit. they argue. I think they're better than Shaihili. I like yeah. them probably more. Than are Shihulu. they more? They're more fun, right? They're just cooler. <laughs> it, they just have. Uh, it's more like thrashy. Okay, it's like they lean into like the thrash aspects of stuff okay. more. I've been I've been
1: getting into like thrashier hardcore. Figuring figuring out what i like about thrash and what i don't like about it is has been fun for me sure
0: yeah i get it uh but zombie apocalypse is cool and they're coming out with a new album oh uh, sick after like like 19 years i think um but this album by shy halud i think really has affected like my uh just the way i look at the world in a lot of in a lot of ways yeah and i don't and i didn't I thought about trying to include some, like, more modern, like, artists and bands, especially, like, bands that have affected, like...
1: Well, if we did a current one, this was, like, more shaping politics. Yeah. Like, I mean, Jeff Rosenstock is my favorite musician, and his last record is all... Almost all about politics. And I thought about including some of that, but it's like, that didn't shape
0: me. Right, exactly. It's still
1: informing me.
0: Right. But it didn't shape me. That's exactly how I feel, too, because I... I like I don't think without these songs or these bands I would be open to like the I would be as open to the messages that a lot of bands currently are putting out there yeah because there's like bands that are like led by like trans people or Mm -hmm. like mostly comprised of like trans people I tried
1: really hard because so the only against me record I've ever listened to oh right against me is uh transgender dysphoria blues um that's That's a great record only one and like but it like I couldn't find a song that fit the thing. And what bums me out about this playlist is like gay rights are very important to me. Mm -hmm. There's no songs that I grew up listening to or that I can think of now that Mm -hmm. are about gay rights. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's a lot of queer bands, Mm -hmm. but they kind of just talk about normal stuff.
0: Yeah, they kind of do it. A lot of them will do it like kind of like through the lens of like like their own perspective. Yeah, like yeah. what their personal life is like, which is super important. Yeah yeah. Absolutely. Like that's uh,
1: no, I would I love that.
0: But but I I think without bands like these, I don't know if I would be as open to those types of messages. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so for sure. even though there's not songs on here that like include like trans issues and like gay rights issues and stuff like that and excuse me. Um I think these bands kind of like these songs and these bands kind of paved the way.
1: Yeah. It's, it's the reason I care about that stuff.
0: Exactly. Right. Yeah. Same here. Um, all right, well, let's wrap this motherfucker up. Okay. Uh, Derek, thanks for being on this podcast. I I loved your songs. I loved how, uh, much thought you put into it. Yeah. And I really appreciate it.
1: I like any time I can talk about music. (laughs) Same here. (laughs) It's like (laughs) the third most important thing to me.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah. Uh, I, I yeah, this was really fun. Yeah. I'm, uh, Maybe I'll go back and give like some of these straight edge bands a a second listen. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe get into them a little bit more. If you want. I'll have to be in the right mood. Yeah. Um, That's how I am with most music. But uh, definitely, you definitely have to get more into propaganda for sure. Yep. Uh, (laughs) All right. Well, uh, so that does it for this week's episode of ranked um, or this edition of ranked. It's not a weekly thing. It's like a (laughs) bi-weekly thing. I think is what it's turning into. Uh, If you want to support the not, if you want to support my quest to give money to homeless people, uh, go to my tip jar, and uh, when we get to a thousand bucks, we'll give it to a, a, a person that we find out on the street. Sick. And uh, and then after that, when we get to a thousand bucks again, we'll give it to another person. Nice. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Uh, so if you want to be a part of that, just go. There's a link to my tip jar for this show. Uh, in the show notes for this this episode and uh, check out the other shows on the Eavesdrop Podcast Network like Derek's podcast. Genuine Wrestle Boys. Hell yeah. If you want to hear me try to insert music talk when I talk about wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that comes out every Thursday? No. No, we record every Thursday. Right. Uh,
1: Friday, Saturday-ish.
0: Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Okay. We're yeah.
1: trying to get more consistent but right on. it's...
0: um, Yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, so, yeah, be on the look after that. Subscribe to that. Um, yeah. And subscribe to all the shows on the East Drop Podcast Network. Yeah. And uh, all right. You guys all enjoy the rest of your fucking day. Yeah. Right. Do it. Bye.